Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey gang, welcome back into another edition of the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien and myself to talk about investing like a genius. Mm, so bring some of that smarts to the table. That's today. right. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing really good. How about you? Good. We were thinking about you when we wrote this. We're gonna. We want to be like you, yeah, like a that's genius. Good. Yeah, that's good. A yeah, certified yeah, so. genius. Genius. I, I could. I never <laughs> can never think of that word. Actually, growing up as a kid from the '70s and stuff, I can never think of it without thinking of Wiley Coyote. You know, because he was a certified <laughs> yeah. super genius. That's right. <laughs> and so, uh, anytime I see yeah. that word, I always think of Wiley Coyote. You got to love some Wiley Coyote, man. He was. Great. Oh, that was great. Great that stuff. That was my favorite. Absolutely. Little Roadrunner road action. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're going to yeah. talk about. Uh, I got five things on here. We're going to run through guys on investing like a genius, because the saying goes, uh, "Smart people learn from their own mistakes." Right. You right. Hopefully, you right. make a mistake yeah. and you learn from it. But geniuses right. learn from the mistakes of others. Yeah, so they don't have to deal with that. That's right, mistake. which is why yeah, I think you know you, right. you might be a genius because you see all sorts of stuff from all sorts of people, and then you're able to <laughs> Let's help. <hope> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're able to uh, parlay that into stuff for other people. So, or at least yeah. I think if nothing well, else, you're a genius. I can for what I do for a living, for sure. But <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm lacking in those areas and a lot of other things in life. Hey, hey I tell you what, we all are when it comes to yeah. that. <laughs> you know what? You're a genius facilitator. That's right. There you go. Yes. You help people yes. become financial geniuses. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's look at some of the regrets that we hear from folks. We'll stop clowning around, I guess, and get into some of these things, some financial decisions Never. so that we can yeah. learn from those mistakes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people who make the premature IRA withdrawals, never mm. a good, uh, you know, premature, never a good word anyway. No. Uh, no. I, you know, IRA withdrawals. So how do we avoid that? Yeah, that's uh, so, you know, people just don't realize what that costs them. They have the, you know, the 401k and they're in their 20s and they're like, I'm changing jobs. So what do I need to do with that? Well, I've got this car I need to pay off. And so I'm going to take out the $10,000 that's in my 401k and pay the car off, you know. And what you don't realize is that $10,000 would have grown to a crazy amount of money by the time you retire. So, you know, it's it's the time value of money. People just don't think about that. They don't think about how compounding interest affects that. Because, you know, I mean, they're just, that's not how people, most people are wired. They're not, uh, you know, math crazy heads like myself. So mm-hmm. um, it's just something that, you know, I mean, they think the $10,000, well, it, it cost me $10,000. That's it. But, you know, in 20 years at a 10% rate of return, that's $67,000 that that would have been, you know, so now that car that, you know, you paid $10,000 for cost you 67 grand in 30 years, it's 174,000. That number is crazy for a $10,000 distribution. So just growing at 10% rate of return, it would have been $174,000 by the time you retire. So leave that money there. Don't take that stuff out. You got the debt. So pay it off like you planned on paying it off. Don't take a premature distribution just to pay off that debt there. And so unless it's an actual emergency, paying off a car in most cases is not. Gotcha. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, and yeah. find other ways, right? I mean, find another way to access this yes. because there's the penalties right. you mentioned, there's the taxes, and there's there just, are. just there that are. unforeseen yeah. kind of like, well, not unforeseen, but you really get hit three times if you do this because then you lose out mm-hmm. on growth potential. You know. Yeah, you do. And so it's a mandatory 20% withholding plus penalties if you're under 59 mm-hmm. and a half plus, right. you know, all this stuff that it just adds up to where you don't get much of that $10,000 anyway. So, yeah. um, you know, and then, you know, you just would have been much better off to leave it in there, take it out later, like you plan to begin with. Yeah, that's, access it that's for access another account to to you know get yeah. this money because yeah. uh, right. it's like you know you're basically at the gym and you're at this IRA is like a speed bag. You're just getting like pop pop pop, like you're getting yeah. it three times, right? You're getting yeah. a wallop three yes. times there if you if you go that route. So again, that's a way you can avoid making you know some mistakes and be a little bit more uh, proactive or smarter about it is to avoid those premature IRA withdrawals if we can at yeah. all help it. Yeah. Uh, number two. Spending too much in the peak earning years, Nathan, otherwise known oh, as yeah. lifestyle creep. Yes, it happens. It happens to everyone. So, you know, typically in your 40s, 50s, you end up making, you know, some of the highest incomes you've ever made in your life. And so you've got all this extra income there. And so you just start spending more. And, you know, before you know it, the, the $10,000 a month that you're making, when you're used to, you know, living on five grand a month, now you're making 10, it disappears. You're like, where did that go? You know, what, what happened with that? And so it's fine as long as, you know, if you're, if you're doing all this discretionary spending and all these other things, as long as your retirement plan is still going to work for you. But a lot of times what people forget to analyze, I guess, and forget to look at is, well, if you, you know, if your retirement plan says, well, I was going to do, you know, live on 5,000 a month, but now you're used to living on 10,000 a month, then there's a gap. Your lifestyle is not going to be the same in retirement. So you've got to make sure that, you know, you keep your plan up to date. If you, you know, this lifestyle creep, like you said, I mean, that happens. It's a legitimate thing. And so you've got to make sure that, you know, you are planning for that in retirement. If not, then, you know, you're not, you're not saving enough. It's always better to just save a percentage, I think, you know, so 10% of 5,000 a month is, is a certain amount, you mm-hmm, know, 10% right. of $10,000 a month is more, you're saving more. It's the same percentage, but it's, it's better, to, or it's the same, uh, actually it's the same percentage, but it's a, a higher dollar amount because of your income being higher. So it's better to go that route because that way the lifestyle creep won't impact you quite as much. Yeah. So you're making more, save more. That's how it works. Don't be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It can that's have, right. <laughs> it can, and it, you know what? Hey, look, you get to, let's say, you know, 50, right? Uh, kids yeah. are off the payroll, right? It's, yes. it's you and the you and the missus or the missus money and the husband. Or, like, yeah, yeah, and you've got like extra yeah. money kind of flowing because you, you're probably making the most and all those kind of things we talk about. And that's that time where we get these catch-up contributions where we can try to start to save more if that's what we need mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. So it's easy to go, ooh, I'd like to get that uh, little little extra on that new car this time around or, or whatever, right? And that's right. kind of how that lifestyle right. creep happens. It just it becomes easy to do. So again, I think that's a, the other great value of working with an advisor. Not that you're going to say, hey, you can't do this. It's just simply a good sounding board to go, hey, let's make sure that we're sticking with the plan and, and putting X amount of dollars away or, or whatever yeah. the case is. No, that's really, I mean, it's it's a broken record. I feel like I say that, but it, it really comes down to planning it. It's got to be a big part of your plan. 
you know, yep. so to make sure that you keep up with those things. Ten four. All right. Overpaying for tuition. Uh, number three here on our investing like a genius. A lot of parents look back at their college kids' education <laughs> and say, "Man, I wish we had done this a little differently," or <laughs> uh, right. you know, or whatever the case is. And not that we don't yeah. all want our kids to have you know a great education, but I think we're all coming around to the realization over the last several years that college is a not the be all end all, and b it's not for everybody. It's not. No, that's right. And so it, you know, you don't have to send them to college. There's so many other careers and there's so many other life choices that they can do and, and, you know, have fantastic jobs by not even going to that. So don't necessarily push that, but if they are going, if that, if it is required for what they want to do, then, you know, there's so many options, even here, you know, West Tennessee, we've got Jackson state, you can go there for two years for free. So we get that first two years of just yeah, the basic stuff mm-hmm. out of the way. And cause they're going to take the same classes if they go to Vanderbilt, you know, I mean, there's no difference in the first first two years basically it's all just catch up stuff and then the last two years or however long that they're going to go you you know and you don't have to pay 80 grand a year like it is at Vanderbilt so it's you know you can save some money that way and not really be so wasteful with it I mean yeah it's you know you graduate from Vanderbilt so what if you just went two years versus four nobody asks that or cares you got some prestige there with that fine great but great right you know yeah so so what and you know first two years at jackson state were free so um, uh, and it's I'm, just yeah it's no, like it's no i was gonna say i'm with you because it's we're seeing so many people coming out of college and it's not just through the pandemic right it's not even just then it's even before oh, this yeah, coming out yeah. and not using their degree I, and let's be honest no. Nathan, i mean you and i i think do a pretty good job of trying to have some fun but also trying to call some things out from time to time this has been really going on since the late 90s early 2000s it has i know so yes. many people who've gone to college and have a degree in something that they've never ever used Ever. Yep, that's right. 20 years that's on, right. right? You know. No, that's right. And so you pay, you know, 40, 60, 100 grand, whatever, whatever it costs for your degree, you pay that much and then you come out making, you know, 40 grand a year, 50 mm-hmm. grand a year and and it takes forever to pay that yep. back. I mean, that's just it's such a a debt load on students if you're not if you're not going to make, you know, what it's really worth to pay that off, then don't do yeah. it. I mean, you've got to consider that before you pay a crazy a ton amount of tuition. And yeah. we could we could do a whole show and get into a whole debate about, you know, yeah. a lot of it comes down to the schools, you know, charging too much. Also I think, oh, yeah. you know, a lot yeah. of times it comes down to the parents allowing the kids to pick something that maybe they know. Like I think as parents we all go, you know what? We know yeah. the, the we know that the stage for getting a job is sort of rigged and if you don't have a degree a lot of times you don't even get right. looked at. Right. But then the kids wind up maybe taking some things that just don't make any sense. I mean, <laughs> I'll right. use my own kid. She took recreational management. I'm like, "What yeah. in the Pajitas is that, right? <laughs> right. You know, and yeah. so then she, you know, but then she wound up going to the Navy, right? Yeah. So she, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just, and now she's a nuclear engineer. Yeah. <laughs> so she's a, she is a genius. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she is pretty smart. <laughs> yes. uh, but it's yes. one of those things where, I mean, easily. So, but she did, to your point, Nathan, she did two years at the community college first. Yeah. And then did two years at App State. And that definitely lightened that load. So there's ways to think about this and still get your kids the education or or want to see our kids have that, you know, in their back pocket to help them succeed. Yeah. Just you really kind of think about all the things, you know, don't let them, you know, necessarily take some something that, you know, is like got no career path just because it's easy and it gets them an education. No. Or or send them to a school that's maybe way too overpriced just for the fact that it's got the prestige. There's lots of ways of thinking about that. And that can help Mm -hmm. if you're funding if. If you're especially if you've made this deal with a lot of parents do to fund, you know, the college experience, 
from your retirement. So yeah, yes, that's right. And that, you know, and that's that number one is a big problem in itself if you haven't planned for that. But you know, it's just it's something that you've got to consider. You've got to think about all of this stuff. There's so many other avenues out there, and you know, I mean, everybody knows the plumbers and the electricians in your hometown are making a killing because there's nobody that that does that stuff. So. Um, you know, I mean, if if your child is mechanically inclined like that, then man, Heck yeah. steer them toward that path. We need those people. We do, time. and so, you make and yeah. you make bank doing it too. Yes, that's right. And enjoy enjoy every day what they do. You know, so I mean, all of that stuff is is what it's about. Instead of potentially that person that's mechanically inclined sitting behind a desk all day just pulling their hair out because they hate it. Yeah, you know, and then you got a hundred grand of debt just because that's what you thought you had to do. It's, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, well, we could um, keep going down this path. We we'll, we'll probably, we should probably move on. Uh, yeah. But that's three on our list. So we're paying yeah. for tuition Four. Mm. Uh, retiring too early, getting out of the workforce oh, yeah. too early can mm-hmm. hurt retirees in uh, about three different ways. And I'll let you yes. kind of break them down a little bit for me. Yeah, definitely. So number one, you have a lower level of accumulated savings. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you haven't saved as long as you thought. Now, maybe your investments have done better. Okay. Than you were expecting. So maybe you're okay there. But if that's the case, then you've got to also realize that, which is the number two, that you're going to start drawing down savings earlier. Mm-hmm. So, and that potentially leads to a longer distribution phase, you know, all of this stuff. So, all of that has got to be considered. And then also maybe you end up taking Social Security too early, uh, which means a smaller monthly payment. You know, all of these things have to be factored in. You know, if you waited till full retirement age or even 70, you you might have drawn more. So you would have drawn more in that case. And, um, and then also health insurance. You know, that's another one. Health insurance cost from the time that let's say you retire at 60. Well, you don't have Medicare until 65. So you know, you've got to pay for health insurance between 60 and 65, and that is not cheap. No. <laughs> so it no. is not cheap at all. So you're looking at 750 to $1,500 a month, you know, so it's a crazy amount of money for health insurance costs alone during that time frame. So just some stuff that people fail to think about because they're like, I just want to retire early. You know, I've got whatever this number in their head that they think this is going to be what I need. And then you factor all this other stuff in and it's not enough. Yeah. You know, sometimes. So. Yeah. And, and you know, if you need to retire early for medical reasons or health reasons, that's one thing, right? Yeah, uh, sometimes right. we want to retire early just because we hate our job or, or whatever the case is. And that's not right. saying that, you know, take it off the table, but just make sure that if you do, that you realize these three things that can come, you know, can compound, especially right. if you wind up having some good longevity, right? Because if you, you, know, you jump out of the workforce and retire <laughs> at fifty nine or sixty, and you wind up living to ninety nine, yeah, that's, that's a, a long, long time. time. Yeah, that's a long time. That's to a lot of retirement. So. <laughs> that's a that's a lot of uh, to your point. That lower level of accumulated savings is a, that's a lot of time to uh, be pulling from those uh, accounts, right? So yes, uh, that's right. I hope you ha- hope you had a good bank uh, backup yeah. there is is yeah. to get there. So yeah, uh, another right. another a great place to ponder indeed all right final one nathan okay uh ignoring the opportunities to be tax efficient for example maybe like mm. a roth ira yeah. if you're going to yeah. be a genius when it comes to retirement we have got to put taxes further up in the mindset the it's got to gotta be, be. 
Yes, it's got to be part of your mindset, part of your plan. That's one of the reasons why we typically advise clients to invest in different buckets. Have a Roth, have an IRA. Those are taxed differently. The Roth is tax-free in retirement. The IRA is taxed. You can choose which bucket to draw from in retirement, but also have just a regular investment account that's taxed at capital gains. So you have these three different buckets that are taxed at different rates. You can control income a lot more in retirement, control how it's taxed a lot easier in retirement. So, you know, if you're 64 and you're going to retire next year, it's probably too late to open a Roth. Okay. There's, there's just a lot of rules that kind of keep that from being, it's not necessarily out for you, but it may not be the best thing for you to do. So don't just, you know, jump right in and start saving in a Roth or whatever. But, um, but if you're younger, you know, even, even 10 years away from retirement, um, or longer then a Roth can be a fantastic tool. So don't just throw that out because you've always been doing a IRA or a 401k or something like that. Start saving in something that's tax-free. Um, that can really help you to have another bucket to draw from in retirement to pay for some of these unexpected costs that happen, you know, yeah, uh, that yeah. we have. And it's going to happen. I mean, so we yeah. got to get tax efficient. Yeah. 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 We got to get tax efficient and figure out what we're going to do uh, with some of these things, you know, it's not what you make, it's what you keep, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Taxes I mean, we're are, not going to have the lowest tax rates ever in history for much longer. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going up. So, <laughs> yeah, um, we just can't stay there too much longer, I wouldn't no, think, right? And no, I think we all know so. that, right? I mean, the writing's on right. the wall, all the stuff we're looking at, all the spending, and, you know, yep. just so on and so yep. forth. So, how do you, you know, kind of become a quote unquote, you know, retired genius, so to speak, you know, from our podcast today? Well, you invest like a genius by learning from the mistakes of others. You work with an advisor who's helped so many folks that they've seen a lot of these pitfalls. Yeah. And you don't do some of the five items that were on our list today. So if you got questions, you need help, you should know what to do by now. You're probably already working with Nathan if you're checking out this podcast. But if you're not and you're new to it, then definitely reach out to him, have a conversation for your own if you need to. You can find all the information you need at thefinancialanswer.com. There's a way to contact Nathan. There's a way to uh, set up a time there. There's some free resources. You can subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you might be checking it out on. If you're an Apple uh, podcast user, it's already on your phone. Uh, the, the app is anyway. So just type in the financial answer in the search box and you can subscribe that way. I think with a little heart button, uh, you can do it on Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, lots of different places. And again, all of it's to be found at thefinancialanswer.com talk with Nathan O'Brien at O'Brien and Associates. All right, my friend, I'm going to let you get up out of here. Thanks for hanging right. out with me and being yeah. a super genius. Yeah, everyone have a good weekend and we'll talk to you soon. All right, we'll see you next time. I'm going to go try to catch a roadrunner. I'll catch you a little bit <laughs> later on here on the show. We'll see you on The Financial Answer, folks. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.